This episode was helped brought to you by our newest sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company. They're a brewery out there in Eastern Iowa. So if you're in the area, make sure to stop by Kelowna and check out their brewery. Great food at the restaurant there. Great beer, obviously. If you're in the Midwest, check out any Hy-Vee's. I believe they carry the six packs and they have different types of flavors. So you guys are going to want to, you know, definitely try that out. And I think throughout this whole process, Fishing Kid and myself for Beer Fish Fanatics, we're going to be doing some giveaways here and there. If you guys can go ahead and tag us here and there with your Kelowna beer. So other than that, enjoy the episode, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with Ma Pop Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today, a little bit different. Uh, we're not fishing. We're going to be freaking drinking today. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're, somehow, we, we, we got in and we have a, a booth here at the Iowa Craft Beer Festival. Um, they let a bunch of two idiotic Asians in here somehow. We, we snuck in, I think. I don't know. Yeah, just two random dudes that like drinking beer and fishing. Yeah. Well, and then today's episode is going to be a little bit different, guys. Uh, we, we have some people out here who actually like fishing, and they love beer, so that's kind of cool. We'll, we'll have them join us here and there. Uh, I think a little bit later we'll have Matt Bavrock. I think uh, if you guys listen to our podcast, he was on our podcast a couple yeah. months ago yeah, musky fisherman he's out actually with one of the beer vendors here adventurous brewing yeah so we'll definitely get a chance to get him on hopefully five ten minutes try some of their beer uh and then obviously in a couple minutes here i'm gonna head over to Kelowna brewing you know shout out to them because uh looks like they're in their tap ready i can see over here so uh fishing kit myself we'll, we'll head over there we, we got some cups we, we got to try some beer right yeah. There we go. Uh, and then just to kind of give everybody a heads up, we're drinking our sorrows away. Yesterday, uh, we sucked when it came to fishing. Uh, we didn't care. I maybe got three or four bites, but, you know, fishing kid over here saying, no, those are rocks. So yeah. I, I didn't land one fish yesterday. Yeah. So there you go. It was a tough day. You know, we went to a spot where typically we would catch pretty easily, uh, at least bait fish. We struggled. Uh, luckily, we had Bo to catch us some bait fish. Well, that, white bass. White bass, yeah. Four bait. Four bait. There you go. Well, he actually caught some crappies. He caught a cat. Man, that guy caught everything yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, white bass, crappie, yeah. catfish. Yeah, we didn't catch shit. Well, we were trying to record, too, so. Yeah, I get yeah. Oh, way, way to blame it on the recording. Kid. Yeah, yeah, that's my excuse. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, You know, we didn't get any bites with the catfish stuff, though. He was way too focused on, on catching the fish, right? That that's the, Or, I mean, recording besides catching the fish. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So... Uh, but anyways, like I said, this is going to be a little bit different podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy. We'll get some fishing guys on here. We're going to be doing a lot of taste testing. I mean, there's over 50 breweries here, local. Uh, we're here, honestly, to, to really support uh, local businesses in Iowa. We're, you know, obviously we're, we're born and raised here in, you know, in Iowa, and we love supporting small businesses. And raised, raised here. I was raised here. Raised, oh, <laughs> I, was, I was born and raised here. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're going to try to get as many breweries in here to if they want to you know, give us some you know taste tests of their beer and, and, and get you guys a, a, at least to know if you know in your area if you're here in, in Iowa, so that way you guys can go try their breweries. Um, so give them give them a little uh, publicity, pub 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 publicity. And by the way, it's swass. Yeah, swamp ass. It is swamp ass today. It's about ninety 
supposed to be around 90-ish, but with the heat index and with the humidity, it is not cool. I'm sweating, and um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's pretty warm already. It was like 80 degrees at 9 o'clock this morning. It sure was. Yeah. But other than that, guys, stay tuned. Um, like I said, we're going to probably get something to eat before we, we try all this beer. At least that's that's my thoughts. Yeah, I haven't eaten anything yet. Neither have I, and we don't want to be slurred speech by the end of today. <laughs> might happen anyways. It might happen anyways. All right. Stay tuned, guys. All right. Catch you guys later. All right, we're back, everybody. Uh, this one we're going to try from our neighbors here, 515 Brewing. If you guys get an opportunity, they're out of Clive, Iowa. And this one we're trying, it's called the Denman's uh, Session IPA. And this one's special. Uh, I think it's a, he said it was a 3.7 alcohol content, so it's kind of an introduction to IPA. So this is definitely a good one. Yeah, and what was pretty light. It? Uh, they got hops from Pink Boots. Oh my god, so bad! <laughs> I don't know. I think they provided the uh, uh, the hops for it when they brewed. So Pink gonna... Boot Society. That's yeah, that's called. it. Pink Boot Society. So we're gonna try it out. Uh, no, this is oh wow, it's really really light, but it's got a lot of it's got body and it's got a pretty good flavor for a three seven. Yeah, super light. I'm not like super in depth with my beer, and I can't tell you all the all the layers. But uh, <laughs> hey, it's easy drinking. Yeah, and, and it's got really really good citrus stuff. So if you if you like, because I love when I drink IPAs, I love smelling it obviously because that's you know you get the fruity smells and everything into it. So um, no, give this a shot. If you guys in the Clive area in Des Moines, Iowa, or in Clive, and stop by Five One Five Brewing and uh, give the session IPA a shot. I think it's a new release. So all right, cool. Cheers. Cheers, man. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, we have special guest here. I think if, if you follow us since the beginning of Beerfish Fanatics, he, he was on a couple months ago, uh, Mr. Matt Babrock. And we got a chance to have him on site today. How's it going, sir? It's going well. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, would you say you're representing Adventurous Brewing today? I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm representing Adventurous today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so Matt's out here. He's helping out with them. And how, how are you, like, how do you know those guys? So my wife used to work with John in his previous job. John is one John is one of the owners of Adventurous Brewing and uh, so that's kind of how we got to know John was through uh, his previous position before Adventurous. So then and he'd, uh, he'd been like a microbrewer at home beforehand before he got really involved with Adventurous but now he's a co-owner and yeah so we get to try a lot of really nice beer, really good beer and uh, so we're here to help him and support him and adventurous and their pursuits today. Cool. And then a uh, quick shout out to John. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. So he, he dropped off beer to me, I think it was that episode, a couple episodes ago, I think towards yes, last year. But he didn't stop in. He just dropped off beer. I mean, oh, you can't freaking beat that, man. He just <laughs> dropped off beer, ding dong, and left. I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. I didn't even get to say thank you or anything. But <laughs> it, was, was like, it was like the COVID the COVID yeah, times too. It, so it yeah. was COVID times, but yeah. I'm just like, dude, that's like a dream come true. That's what my wife said. He go, you open the door and you got freaking beer, free beer, <laughs> free IPAs. I told you guys I was gonna hook you up. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. awesome. Thank you so much, guys. And then, uh, and then we were just talking to Matt a little bit earlier. Um, how's fishing been, man? How, how's musky fishing been? How, um, what? Right now we're middle of summer, hot. What's, uh, I guess, how's fishing been for you? And what do you recommend to non? musky fishermen who want to be musky fishermen right so right now we're kind of right in the middle of summer peak so water temps down here are really hot and i know that there's been some issues up north where those you know those water temps have climbed into the 80s to that zone where it's 
not quite safe to be fishing uh, for the muskies and I know that some of the guys in Minnesota have been dealing with that especially in the Madison area and then as I creeps north into the northern Wisconsin area of the Northwoods but um, I think up there the temps have started to come down and equalize a little bit but here we had that good cold front in July so I was able to get out a little bit then but you know as soon as you start getting those 90 degree days, then the water temp shoots right back up and it's not safe for the fish. And with the amount of effort that the DNR puts into those fish, the amount of time it takes to grow them, it's just not worth risking it to try and catch fish if, you know, it could end up dying on you. You can wait a couple weeks and get them in the fall when the getting's a lot better than it is right now. But overall, um, musky fishing this year started off really slow for me which I mean that's pretty typical for the fish at 10,000 casts yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I hit a really nice window when we went up to to, Hay to Hayward there in in June um, and it was it was awesome um, I don't know oh, if it sure. was just <laughs> yeah thank you thank you thank you um dude wouldn't even jump into the beer that Matt brought <laughs> my bad uh, still can. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. What'd you, what'd you bring us, Matt? Uh, I brought us uh, Heavenly Crisp. It's a pickle sour from Ooh. Adventurous. Oh, so okay. if you like pickles, you'll enjoy the beer. If you don't like pickles, well, it's probably not the beer for yeah. you. But. I'm, so. I'm I'm fine with like pickles in my like burgers and stuff, but pickle drink. Oh, I, this I is don't gonna, know. You we'll know what? We'll okay. see how much. I like pickles. So I'm different from you. I, I, I love pickles, and I love pickles when I do a shot as a chaser for, like, Jameson. If you ever do, a, it's called a pickleback kit. Mm -hmm. yeah. makes the shot a little bit easier to, to, to withstand. But I'm not a huge fan of sours. So we're going to find out. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sours. But I'm, I'm open today. Like I yes. was telling Granny earlier, I'm a white belt. I'm here to absorb <laughs> everything. We are. We are. We are white belts when it comes to beer, but we are in, in paradise, in my in my opinion, beer paradise. So, All right, cheers, Matt. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Wow. Yep, that's as good as I remember it. It works somehow. It works. It, it's sour, but it's not like... No. It's not like... I was thinking it was yeah. going to straight up taste like pickle juice. No. But. Yeah. Just a hint. Just a yeah, hint. there's like a hint of it, but yeah, yeah I, I I was like ready for like okay, yeah, I'm gonna get set, smacked in the face with some pickle <laughs> juice here, but yeah. So uh, give everybody wh where, where's Adventures Brewery? Uh, what's the address? Where are you guys? Located? Uh, it's located in Bentendorf, Iowa, and they're in the Quad Cities. Uh, their tap room is slated to open here sometime this fall. There's a few things that uh, John and Chris need to wrap up with, uh, getting set up and organized uh, before before they open you know the the actual open they've kind of had a soft open where they do distribute cans out of their location but nothing um okay. like official taps or anything just yet well very very close let us know when they do open we can possibly go record an episode up there and then on top of that uh we can go fishing in quad cities man yeah i uh did a little experimenting over memorial day with the lake up there so okay uh there's there's some water to hit there for sure and then just just so everybody knows, Matt Matt doesn't just target muskies only. He's just really 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 good at that, obviously. But <laughs> he he also goes after wipers, crappies, obviously. You know during the ice season and everything. But uh, you guys gotta go check out his YouTube channel. Uh, really exciting, especially if, if a lot of I, I do know a lot of our listeners are getting into the muskie scene. So yeah. I mean, you guys should definitely check out Matt's channel um, and, and learn a thing or two that. I, I'm still, I'm excited. I, I gotta catch one one of these days. I gotta go fish for one. Oh, did I tell you I had, I had one on? I hooked up with one. Really? I was out at uh, 
lake north, a lake north of uh, Des Moines, and um, well, there's big shad, like those big shads I was talking to you about yeah, earlier, yeah, those 16 yeah. inch shad. So I was going out there, you know, trying to snag those shad for bait or whatever. But the water was super clear, and there's this musky, like just hanging out. There's this picnic table underwater. Mm -hmm. I think somebody just threw it in there, and he was about as long as the bench. On yeah. the picnic table. There's some big ones. Yeah, and then I was telling my buddy Bo, I was like, I bet if I snag one of these shads, he's gonna come and eat it. And guess what happened? I snagged one, so I let it. I played with it in the water, and then he just smacks it. Oh, you're still <laughs> okay. You were still. It was an action shot, kid. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're still, you're still oh. supposed to be talking, man. Sorry, sorry, but uh, yeah, like he just smoked it, and I did not know what to do. I kind of knew it was gonna happen, but. Once he took off, I was like, uh, 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 uh. Like, I should have loosened him, loosened up my drag so he could maybe get, like, one more bite. Because I didn't have hooks in him. Yeah. So if he, I think if he had one more bite, I probably would have got hooks in him. And then maybe he probably would have broke me off because I had, like, six-pound line or something. To, to add on to that, I, I found out this year up in Wisconsin that live bait can be very, very effective. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was running some live bait up there, and I've never done that before. And... You know, I hit a really nice window up there where it was like just after that post-spawn period where they're really hungry and then the water heated up really fast so it like supercharged their metabolism. So it was like this perfect kind of confluence of events and I, I was very fortunate to put family members on fish, to get some myself, to catch my personal best up there actually on uh, a Ridgeway Customs bait. So an Iowa bait maker, I caught my personal best muskie in Wisconsin on an Iowa bait maker's bait. Nice. Which yeah, is pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and then to add to the live bait thing, I mean, the thing with that is, you know, it, it's such a weird deal. Um, but you know, when they when they want to eat that live bait, there's nothing you can do to take it away from them because they latch on. And one of them I had, you'll see it in one of my videos coming up. It, it air jaws a live pike that I was running. Yeah, like, wow. Is is like Shark Week that day? It was awesome. <laughs> and then you know that same night I went out and was running another one, and I the muskie grabbed it. And I kid you not, that muskie ran probably 50 yards with that fish in its mouth before it stopped. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to get caught up to this thing running my trolling motor by the time he drops it. But, no, he was hungry and eaten, and it was, it was insane. So very fortunate. And it's kind of cool, too. We had one uh, later on in the summer follow a live pike I was running for about... When I started keeping track of time, about 50 minutes. <laughs> just insane. And it was just back there. You could just see it stalking it the whole time, but he just didn't want to eat it. I don't know what was wrong or if it just was curious. I don't know. Very weird. How many lines can you have in Wisconsin? Uh, I believe it's two, just like Iowa. Okay. Um, there's some places I think that allow more um, than two. And you can run game fish in northern Wisconsin as bait, but it counts towards your daily bag limit. So, for example, you know, I was running a live pike a couple of those days. So, say I go through two pike as live bait, well, then I can only keep three pike as my possession limit or right. bag limit for the day. Yeah, so, that makes sense. That makes which sense. I need to look at the Iowa situation. I, I think it's the same deal yeah, here. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Because I, like the fish we catch, like crappies, yeah. white bass, whatever, I... I use those for bait all the time. Yeah. I just use white bass, no limit, so I don't really have to worry about it. Right. As long as I catch it on, you know, hook and line. Right. Yeah, you can't net game fish in Iowa. That's right. The, right. That's the big difference. No, yeah. I think you're right. It does count towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should. I mean, which makes you're, sense. You're yeah, harvesting that fish. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. exactly. So it definitely makes sense on that. Um, 
But hopefully uh, this week, upcoming week, I think fishing kit myself. Hopefully we can get out, uh, catch some wipers. I think that that's the goal and plan. And if we do, we're going to give this gentleman a call and please do see if we can try hopefully and get out. Like, yeah, come on down. It's on fire. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then you know, worst case great. scenario, we're just going to drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> so can't be that bad, right? Exactly. There you go. Yeah, the wipers keep you occupied when the water temps are too hot to fish for muskies down here. But yeah, soon. Even, even then, the wipers, they're a little sensitive, too, when it gets, like, really hot. Yeah, they don't like to come up out of that deep water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've noticed that on some of the lakes I've been fishing here lately. You can see, I'll side scan them mm-hmm. and uh, know for sure that's what they are because they have a very distinct pattern and group when they school up. And you know instantly that that's what those fish are on side imaging. Uh, but yeah, getting them to go is a whole different thing, especially when they have a lot of food down there too that they can yeah. exploit. And then even then, like I try to take care of those too. Maybe not to the extent as uh, somebody would for a muskie, but yeah, like if you, because wipers, they they I would say they just fight until they die. I guess yeah. maybe every fish does. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. They just but, have a lot more stamina than muskies. Right. Like muskies even, fight really hard for about 30 seconds, and then they're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you definitely don't want to tire them out too much. Otherwise, they really you really put themselves, you know, at risk for bad news. If, Come uh, grab a sticker. Go ahead. Uh, so, summer, what uh, what goals you got, Matt? I mean, what, what are you looking to do? What Are you, are you looking to... Fish different areas, PBs. What are you? What are, what are you? Um, what are you looking to do? I guess. Actually, most of my goals for the season I met. I, my goal this season was to get 20 muskies. I'm at 21 right Jeez. now. I'm gonna which, pop you off, man. That's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I, I was happy to meet that goal. Um, I don't know how many total we've put in the boat. I'd have to do the math on that one. I suppose now reevaluating my goal after meeting that one, I think is now 27 because I think 27 for me is fish 100 which I've only been at the muskie game for a while and I, that's not a huge deal it's a big deal to me but I realize that there are got really good guides out there that are on like fish 60 this season already and have put hundreds in the boat every year and well you're not like yeah. technically a guide <laughs> yeah, are you? it's not no. like you're doing that for a living you know what I'm saying it'd be but nice it would be nice but hey you know let us know when you hit that 100 mark let us know, man. We'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll reach back out to you. We'll, we'll give you some love, man. Hopefully we can cross that unicorn off off the list this fall. Okay. Yeah. Once the bite starts heating up, I'll reach out, and hopefully we can coordinate something. Well, Kit, Kit caught a muskie. It, 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 he snagged a muskie up at Clear Lake. Uh, I yeah, I, I, he doesn't count. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> so, so this fall, that that's our goal. Yeah. I, you know, I, I talked about reaching out to you guys this spring and stuff, and I just was never really on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we talked about it. Like, yeah, you were never hard. on that bike. I was struggling. It wasn't until actually Memorial Day weekend when I visited John. That was the weekend that I finally caught my first fish over 30, and that mm. was, I don't know. I, I had probably over 200 hours on the water by that point. Wow. Just wow. lost fish and frustration and just everything that could go wrong would and... It's just part of the deal. But eventually the universe finds a way to equalize itself, and Wisconsin treated me very well this year. So, yeah, cool. at, least, at least you got uh, Wisconsin as, like, your backup. It seems fairly consistent whenever you go up there. Yeah, it, can, it is, and it usually June is pretty good up there, and, and it's pretty the, – the patterning up there is pretty much where are those fish at in the spawn? Have they – you know, are they post-spawn right away? You know, have they been spawned out for a while? So, like, this year when I got up there, 
I was on one of my summertime spots and I had a follow in the first like hour and a half I was there and I was like perfect you know I know exactly what these fish are doing it gave me a clue as to, to spots that I can fish you know and and where they were at in that spawning progression so then it makes those fish a lot easier to target I mean they're not an overly complicated creature like most fish it's just trying to figure out how to get them to bite that's usually the issue but yeah Wisconsin can be good during summer peak it can be very inconsistent like right now I know there's a guide up there who's put some really nice fish in the boat here recently like this week but you know sometimes during that summer peak there's been times where I've been up there and you know it's a week before I even see a fish so it's so variable the further on as that heat in the summer kind of progresses okay we're gonna have to make a trip to Wisconsin we actually have I think our one of our biggest like audiences Wisconsin listeners really huge makes sense it's it's I mean I had no idea but I, I was looking the other day it's it's probably our top three like group of listeners in Wisconsin so shout out to you guys uh, and then also, I mean, we gotta go at least drink the spotted cow beer. I mean, I, I get it all the time, but it's we like gotta, obligatory. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's what I'm drinking when I'm up there. See? There you go. There you go. So, so shout out to Wisconsin. We'll definitely, uh, listeners, thank you so much for the support. But we'll definitely make a trip up there. Uh, we'll let you guys know if we get an opportunity. And like you said, man, muskie seems like a good opportunity to, to catch a muskie. Oh, what's his name? Also, is up there too. I think uh, the Yang. D. Yang. Yeah, yeah, D. Yang. yeah, he's out of Wisconsin. Yeah, shout out to D. Yang on there. We'll, we'll reach out to you because they, they have like the uh, the salmon run too. Yeah. So we can do I, that. Is that in the fall? Do you know, Matt? I think I think it is in the fall it's and the, maybe in the spring too. It's where the salmon all come out of like yeah. Lake Superior, Lake Michigan. Yeah. And, and he, he said, uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I'm sorry. He's just like, Yeah, that's that's exactly when he was catching last year. Yeah, because I think what happens is then once stuff starts to cool off, I think that's when they spawn. I don't know. I don't know salmon all that well, but I know that they, in Superior, which is just north of Hayward, where the, our cabin is, okay. then they, you know, they get into a pretty good bite up there during the fall. Okay. But I think that those fish are tough to locate during the summer, from what I understand. I, I don't really know much about it. There's a couple guys that I am friends with that have done the trolling thing on Lake Michigan for them. And, have some success there, which it looks like a blast if you can figure it out. But their trolling equipment is just out of control. Like the downriggers and the stuff that they're running, you wow. yeah, they're fishing pretty well. They're fishing like super deep water, yeah, too, like right? over 100 feet. Help yourself to a sticker. But yeah, no, um, I think the the wife wants to go up there, so uh, and take the kids up there. So it'd be kind of cool to go up to Wisconsin. We can make a make a trip of it. I love Wisconsin. I really do. The funny thing that I've encountered when being up there is a lot of the locals will talk about how crazy the pressure has been the last two years, and it's like not. (laughs) It's like not because it's like you guys need to come down to Iowa and fish and figure out what pressure really is. That's true. That's that's not a slight on them. It's actually you know that's a you know me me showcasing how great of a fishery it is because they have so many bodies of water that spread out that pressure yeah. i'm sure there's probably more anglers up there but there's just more places to spread that pressure out yeah, um, yeah. especially during covid times i'm sure you guys yeah. i mean it was just bonkers the amount of pressure our lakes were seeing down here it's it's still up there i, I still I, I agree i agree pressure's still quite a bit but you know what it's okay they could be doing worse things i guess yeah well that's true just and just clean up after your your shit all right pick up your shit please pick up your trash guys that's the only thing we ask so fair enough we had this conversation on the last time we had Matt. Yeah. yeah. Pick up your yeah. shit, man. <laughs> it's an ongoing discussion. Yeah. So, uh, but other than that, man, it was awesome to have Matt stop by, swing by, grab, you know, 
give us some beer here and everything, give us some uh, knowledge, and hopefully we get a chance to fish with them here shortly, soon here in the coming coming months, coming weeks. Uh, you got anything else for Matt, Kit? Uh, yeah, speaking of fishing with Matt, so I noticed lately on Facebook you've been posting pictures of, like, new people that are getting their first muskie, mm-hmm. like, with you. Yeah. So... So what, what would your advice be for, like, a, a newbie like me? If I'm going to hop on your boat, like, what do I need to do? Like, let's say I hook up or you hook up. I don't want to be like, oh, man, so much pressure. I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, listen. If someone's guiding you, just listen to them because they, they know what's going on and they'll do your, their best to help you through that situation. And, like, you'll see where I hold the fish for people. Like, sometimes people aren't comfortable holding that fish. It's a big fish. It's got teeth. If you don't know what you're doing, it can hurt you. I mean, there's there's no denying that. So then, um, you know, you just got to be smart, listen to your guide, listen to, you know, the person in, in the boat that knows more. And if you're not comfortable, just let them know um, that, you know, there's times. And then walk if they want to hold the fish, walk them through how to do that, do those things. And, yeah, I don't know. Does that kind of answer your question a little bit? Yeah, I think so. And, and like, fighting the fish, too, listen to what they're doing, you know, if they're telling you to reel quicker or you know doing something at the eight like within the figure eight or something right at the boat um there's a lot of different things that work hand in hand to trigger those bites and those fish okay so there you go i'll keep that in mind when i hook up a muskie in your boat have a big net proper release tools all the things take care of the fish so pretty much go with somebody that at least knows what they're doing a little bit. It helps. That's the best that's the best way to get introduced to muskie fishing just because they are pick them some stickers just because they are such a big a big fish, and they do have the potential to hurt you if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I think I think uh, when I was blue cat fishing, luckily I had gentlemen that know what the hell they're doing. I didn't just jump into it. So I think when, we, when we're really going to really go after muskies, obviously we're going to get you and somebody that knows what they're doing. So. Oh, that's something you need to do, man, the oh, blue yeah. catfish. That, you oh, guys look dude. like you have a really yeah. good time with that. Those fish are We'd, huge. We yeah. do. We do. We'll, 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 we'll talk offline a little about that we can get you <laughs> on some of that it's pretty cool stuff so that's awesome but other than that uh, like i said thank you so much matt just spending the time with us you know um check out his youtube channel where, where can they get a hold of you uh if you want to check out my youtube channel check out uh matt vavrock fishing um you if you have questions about musky fishing or fishing in general or curious about something that i you know feature on you know one of my tackle talks or something like that just message me on on instagram or facebook i'll do my best to get uh, back to you as soon as possible. Love to talk fishing, so cool. feel free to reach out. I'm Bad a friendly on. guy. At least I'd like to think so. All right. <laughs> Appreciate you guys having me on. Cheers, cheers, cool, and let's cool. go drink cheers. some more, boys. Yeah, exactly. cheers. All right, beer fish fanatics back again. Uh, just kind of give everybody a heads up. Looks like the festival is underway. We have a lot of the VIP entrants are coming in right now to get some swag bags too so they can keep whatever they want it looks like everybody gets a free tasting so by the way if you guys haven't been here make sure you guys come it's unlimited drink uh tasting of all these craft beers so like i said we are definitely in heaven uh quick shout out to our sponsors Kelowna brewing company they gave us the blue heffenweizen it's 5.1 percent alcohol content uh it's a blueberry blueberry blueberry, blueberry. makes sense blue 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 half is it on there. Yeah. So we're going to try this out. See how it tastes. That is actually really damn good. I'm not a huge fruit beer guy, but um, this is actually pretty darn good. 
and uh, yeah, we're, we're having a lot. It's it's really packed today. So like I said, this is just a VIP. People are just coming in. Fishing kid and myself, we're just having fun, giving away our stickers and everything, and we're just recording and drinking beer, man. I this, know. I, you I can't know. beat this, dude. I can't believe we're here. I know. <laughs> I don't even know how we got a booth here, but you know, shout out to Kelowna. Like I said, you know, they they snuck us in somehow. So um, yeah, I think everybody here is either a brewery or food. Yes, we are neither. Neither. <laughs> hey. But you got to be a first, right? So hopefully, and you know what we're doing is uh, we're talking to a lot of breweries already, and we're going to be doing taste tests all day today. We're going to record, uh, and you know we're going to give you guys honest opinion uh, what we think of the beer. And this one, like I said, I'm not a huge fruit beer guy. I just like shit. Might as well try it out. It's actually really good. The blueberry's not too heavy, right? No, no, and it's not. It's but not, yeah, the blueberry's not like overpowering or anything it, like that. That's my biggest thing about fruit uh, beers; it becomes overpowering, and I'm not a huge fan of that. But this one's really good. It's not sour, so I don't know. If there's a lot of people who like sours too, but I'm not a huge sour guy. So this is not sour; it's really good. So make sure if you guys get opportunities uh, in Eastern Iowa, stop by Kelowna Brewing and try out this blueberry half. Oh, I already, I already killed it. <laughs> cheers, Kit. <clears throat> cheers, cheers. We'll do a quick one here. Uh, welcome to welcome back, beer. Better, this better be quick so you can get Bruno on. All right, we gotta jump, uh, grab Bruno on. This is awesome. We have uh, two famous guys here in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> you know, we they just came across us. You know, we're like drinking beer. We're by two Asian lonely guys. There's no line in front of us, so you know, obviously we're not passing out beer. So, uh, but Mr. Ross Peterson, thank you for joining us. How thank you, you for having me back, guys. I was so glad to. Uh, I was so excited when I saw that you guys are going to be a part of this event, man. Um, since we met, like what, I don't even know, six, eight months ago, yeah. man, it has been awesome to see what has happened with your podcast. And uh, you. uh, and it, when I saw you guys were invited here, I mean, even on my show, I was like, wait a minute, you're having the beer fish fanatics, guys, I love these dudes. Hey, that was yeah. my reaction, too. I was yeah. like, what? What? We had no idea. We're just like, dude, we, I told you, we just talk shit about fishing and beer. Like, how... What the heck? I, dude, honestly, since I've uh, since since I came on, it has been so cool to see uh, all the things that you guys have done. I've yeah. loved a lot of your episodes that you guys have had in the last couple of months. Have just been dynamic, man. You guys have uh, pulled together some awesome guests. So the the growth of this has been amazing. Keep it up, man. Yeah, we are. We yeah, love yeah. it. All right, so, I can't take any credit. That that Grandy's pulling the pulling the way. I'm just I'm just here. I'm just here to drink <laughs> Here's beer. Here's what I'll say. Grandy's the one out there promoting it, but. You're the real star. Oh, yeah, we all oh, thank you. Thank True. You. <laughs> at, at least when it comes to fishing, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him. I'll give him his due. Uh, when it comes when it comes to beer, though, it's for all of us, right? There you go. Right. Oh, right. By the way, uh, have you guys filled up for your your thing in September? In the trip? Yeah. Oh, dude, I got a phone call from the resort today as I was walking around the uh, 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 the festival here. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Okay. I think we still have some some spots open on the bus trip that goes up to Ballard's Resort. Okay. Uh, we go fishing in Bidette for three days. We leave September 26th on a bus, and like it, it, you take nothing with you. You can take beer and clothes. Okay. Uh, we start drinking before we hit Ankeny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, Love it. We have a great time the whole time, and then it's three days of guided fishing. Now, I'll be honest, Kit, I, I don't know if it would be these these guys that are guides, they're so good at recognizing what your skill level is right. and then adapting to it. Right. But there's a lot of hand holding that's available on those trips. Nice. And so for guys that are real hardcore fishermen, 
sometimes that can be an annoyance. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and they do it. They really do. These guys do a great job of recognizing, like, oh, this dude knows his shit. He's going to be able to handle everything, and I'm just going to stay out of his way and let him do his thing. Right. And right. then you can be on the boat with an eight-year-old, and they're over there helping him with every every set, every step. So yeah, that's cool. I, I I'm just hoping like I don't want to come off across as like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Whatever. I don't need your help. <laughs> But because uh, I'm telling you, without saying it, Kit, these dudes that are professional guides, because I know you, I, I, you, you've gone on some guided trips, um, uh, or are you guiding trips? Did I see that? We fish with guides. Yeah, we fish. <laughs> with yeah, that's guides. what I'm saying. You yeah, fish yeah, yeah. with guides. Yes. Yeah. Guides are so good. Like yes. they know right away how much hand holding you need. It's a, they've got this like sixth sense for it, and the guys up there that do it. 365 days a year, man. It's uh, it's on point. So you would love it. I have literally taken this trip with my 10-year-old son and my 93-year-old friend, Keith Kirkpatrick. So it is a trip for everybody and every skill level. Wow. That, that sounds so awesome. Like, basically, like you said, 8-year-old can go, 90-some-year-old go. Yeah. Oh. Hardcore fishermen can go. Yes, yeah, and you'd enjoy it. Bruno's going to go this year on that trip oh, for the first time. Nice. Uh, uh, he's been, yeah. <laughs> Bruno's been up to Canada with me a couple times, and that's a bit different because up in the Canada trip that we we, that's the one that Bruno and I really try to pitch to people because it's just amazing. We had it sold out this year, and then they opened the island a little. They opened the border a little bit too late for them to get the island ready. Yeah. Um, but that one, when you go up there, you're on uh, an 18 foot lund. There's a guide in a boat. You're following that guide, but you have your own. You can, you know, you can drift mm. thousands of yards away from uh, from that guide if you want, and kind of wow. find your own spots and, and do your own thing. Do your That's own thing. That's pretty cool. That's a really cool thing. When you're on the when you're on the chartered boats up in Minnesota. That's the one I think for a guy like for guys like us that like to move around and do our own thing. That's the one holdback is that. You're at that guide's mercy. You know what yeah, I mean? If, yeah, if he wants to fish true. the shallows, you're fishing the shallows. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. you don't get to steer the boat. Yeah, that's what I noticed about when I go fishing with my friends that have boats. I'm like, I don't want to take over the boat. Like, hey, let's go here. Let's go there. <laughs> right. I'm just kind of, but that at the same time, like, man, I wish we'd go I over wish there. we could. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, a, that's a different. All right. Uh, I heard the last uh, person ask you, favorite brewery you've had here. Uh, favorite brewery? Well, that I, doesn't sponsor the podcast. Yeah, okay. Spo- okay. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Stickers. Uh, I would say the best. You know what? Go ahead. Help yourself. Well, I mean, it does say fifteen dollars, but it's all right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I would have to say honestly, the the best red that I've had uh, was this one. It's is like Carol? Carol red. Are, Carol's are you, red yeah. is fantastic. Are you just saying that? Are you yeah. just oh, saying that because Bruno's here? <laughs> Wait. I, that is a very smart person there. There you go. There I should have said. It's, said, it's have, very good. Though. We it's have to exclude good. sponsors and present company. Is what I should have been no, more clear. I didn't hear that second part. But no. Um, yeah, it's very good. Though. Uh, my my surprise winner of the day has been Torrent. Torrent. Out of now, I'm a sour guy. I like okay. sours and and stouts. The okay. best stout I've ever had in my life. I had today. That no. to- I swear. I what? swear. That toppling Goliath stout that they were serving. Mm. Did you guys get a chance to get that? No. Is it oh, all gone? Man. I don't know. Uh, if it's it, it was. I bet if it's that good, it's it probably all gone. Off the charts. But I would, as far as sours, Torrent out of Ames, they're amazing. They okay. they had they brought like four different sours that are killer. Mm. So okay. how, how do you feel about like pickle beers? I guess that's a thing. That it, it is a thing. Uh, I, I'm I'm assuming from the way you phrased your question, you're not a big fan. Well, uh, <laughs> actually, uh, our buddy Matt Vavrock, he's over at the Adventures Brewing yeah. booth. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Help, go yourself. ahead. Help yourself. 
Here, here's four of them. There's, yeah, there's four of them. There you go. There you go. Fish and talk beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what we're talking. Fishing and drinking go hand in hand. Yeah. I would say uh, we're going to have to go try that torrent, right? You said torrent? Yeah, it's the white tent just a couple down here on the left behind you guys. So it's on the, the row behind you. It, yeah, they do great stuff. We'll, so. go stop, we'll stop by there, give it a shot. It's been um, my winner for today. All right, cheers. Cheers, cheers Ross. To you boys. Uh, thank you for oh, stopping by. Man. Appreciate your time. So good uh, to I'm see empty. you guys. I'm empty, but cheers. All right, cheers anyway. Okay, all right. <laughs> we got to go and get some. And then uh, Ross has a wedding to go to, so he's nice and lubricated. We we're just talking about that. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode. You know what? My wife don't listen to me. She about to learn today, ain't she? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Ross. Appreciate it, man. See you, boys. Keep it up, man. Yeah, check out uh, Ross on the Sports Fanatic. Check out Sports Fanatics. Check out also monthly the Iowa DNR, Ross Peterson, uh, Jeff Kapaska. This last episode, badass. Oh, the dude who talked about the high school fishing. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing thing that that guy has done. A dude that's never fished in his life. He's caught six fish in his entire life. I'm telling you. And he has created the high school fishing like so, network it's so go, amazing go check out the iowa dnr's latest podcast with ross Pearson and jeff capacity that was a badass episode thank you so, boys keep cool. it up man it's awesome to see your growth i, I i'm excited to see what's next awesome. cool awesome Thanks, thank you love you guys uh, all right everybody welcome back to uh beer fish fanatics and we have mr bruno beer of des moines how are you doing today sir i'm doing great what's up y'all there you go so if you guys uh listen to uh, beer with Bruno, KXNN, uh, KXNO. You'll you'll definitely uh, realize that voice right there. You you have a distinct voice, by the way. That's what my mom says. <laughs> I was gonna say people will probably say the same thing about me, but more annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had people walk up behind me at uh, the bait shop and go. This is either crazy or awesome. Are you Bruno? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was really awesome, though. I mean, I, I was not actually lying. Earlier, we were talking with Ross. Uh, Carol's Red is really damn good. I'm not yeah, it's pretty it's, good. It's pretty damn good. No, we we brew uh, we brew a Carol Brewing beer for people who want to drink more than one beer. There you go. We don't. It's nothing about our beers are are truly aggressive. They're always low ABV, mostly, mm-hmm. almost exclusively low low in the hops, mostly. And uh, just really, it's kind of beer. It's the beer, it's the beer you want to have when you're having more than one, which is a s- steal of a tagline from a from another brewery from a long time ago. But it's truly that way. We sell a lot at the Car- or at the uh, Des Moines Airport. Nice, Ooh, nice. We sell uh, I think five kegs a week or something like that. Jeez, wow. nice. So I, usually I, when I'm drinking a beer, Light. usually when I'm drinking a beer, I would like to have more than one. Yes. I can't just do one. Right. Yeah. Nope. Very true. I think uh, once you start getting into the eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, ten percent, it's just like you're just saying, just it's just tough. I mean, yeah, it's so it's sugary yes. mostly, and it's it's overpowering, and it, you can't have more. I mean, and I watched somebody kind of have their friends kind of walk them out of here before, and I'm sure they're hitting all the heavy ones. <laughs> yeah. My brother-in-law, we went to uh, the GABF one time, and he said he's just going to have barley wine the whole time, and the next day he looked <laughs> horrible. <laughs> but, I guess I guess it happens. But at this Brewfest, uh, sort of a rollout, uh, the band that's going to be playing here in a little bit, uh, Mike Valley and the Complete Disaster. Uh, Mike Valley's a, a professional skateboarder, had been in his life. He's doesn't. I mean, he's 51, so he doesn't quite do that anymore. He still skates, but not the same. He rides bikes more. We've been riding bikes together. I've been traveling with these guys, uh, kind of their, uh, at least right now, until they find somebody better. I've been their their band manager. <laughs> but uh, we came out with a beer at Carroll Brewing called Street Plant that is spectacular. It's a hoppy wheat beer. It's okay. really, good, really good. It's uh, cloudy. I think it's 4.7%. You can have more than one. Ooh. And uh, we might be coming out with another one, a shandy, a lemon shandy, uh, okay. um, 
called Street Plan also. We're going to do some work with those guys. These, they're uh, great. The band, you're going to hear them a little bit. They're really great. And the beer is really awesome at Carroll Brewing in Carroll, Iowa. Are they going to have it uh, just at the tap room only, or are you guys going to have it like at the uh, uh, you can get it uh, Right now, they bought 10 cases at Captain Roy's. Nice. Uh, we rolled out a lot of... Ca- we roll out a lot of uh, cases of that um, first batch. Now we built, or you just brewed a big, huge batch. And we're going to have a, a lot more beer, uh, a lot more street plants going to hit the streets here soon. Love it's it. been a lot of fun collaboration. Nice. That's nice. pretty awesome. So how's, uh, I guess you can say, you know, with, with COVID and everything the way it is, how, how's everything been for um, business and everything beer-wise and everything? I mean, how, how has the whole industry been? You know, I know a lot of these breweries sold a lot of uh, in the grocery store. If they're canning up, they were doing pretty good. They did a lot of uh, sales, you know, order up and, and take home kind of stuff. So they've done pretty well that way. Um, I would say I don't know of any breweries that closed during uh, COVID. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's and, fantastic news. That's good. And uh, I think there's 107 in the state now. I think there's uh, 70 here at the event, 300 wow. different beers. Uh near sellout uh for this uh you know we got we're up against hinterland today but uh looks like a lot of people are having a lot of fun iowa breweries there's huge lines for the hot breweries and the and but there's lines at every place yep and people people love their iowa beer and it's awesome and that's why you know that that was our biggest thing to, to come here was to really help support local beers local breweries uh we're doing snippets of tasting you know individual beers from individual breweries and just kind of giving our take on it and everything yeah. so um this is this is cool it's really cool to kind of see how everybody because all this money i mean it's going back to local businesses yep. you know yeah all this money uh actually this is a brew fest is uh to support the our brewers guild yep. which helps them uh run their guild pay their staff which is a very small staff but also lo- uh, get a lobbyist and and keep doing really great things for iowa brewing uh, uh companies I wanted to talk real quick. I, so we've been we've kind of ramped back up with uh, Jimmy Carter now that COVID kind of moving out of it. We'll see where we're at. But uh, Jimmy Carter Happy Hour at the uh, Bait Shops every first Thursday of uh, the month, and we um, we did stickers. a Go ahead and grab we've partnered up with Habitat for Humanity. We're hoping to uh, uh, do a project uh, called the House That Beer Built, and we hope to uh, don't get people to come and donate uh, donate money and 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 hopefully see uh build a whole house uh on beer on craft beer uh from home brewers and one of the some of the breweries that are here today were original like fan like the fan favorites at uh, jimmy carter happy hour at el bait shop and uh john martin who owns confluence was definitely one and the other one who maybe people don't know as well because he's been working for a dupont pioneer for quite a long time uh, he just retired. I just found out. I've been kind of waiting for him to retire because he's a great brewer and and he's a dark horse. And people don't know this, but his name is uh, Brian Sauer, and he is uh, or Brian Sabus, different Brian. Uh, Brian Sabus. Brian Sabus is a home brewer extraordinaire that opened up Twisted Vine. And uh, now that he's going to be there full time after he's retired, he I'm telling you right now, people are going to be surprised. He makes really good beer. He's one of the best home brewers that we ever saw, Jimmy Carter. And I told him if he can get free to come over and uh, join you guys and talk about what they do there because they they need a, they need a little attention and. Uh, and I think uh, when you drink their beer, it's well-deserved attention. Got awesome. it. No, no, I, I love. Um, I actually stopped by Twisted Brewery. I took my wife there uh, uh, towards the end of last year, I think, or so. Uh, it's right off of I think it's at Valley West Drive. So if you guys get a chance, go check it out near Valley West Mall. Yeah, it's near the keg stand. Yeah, near. Right, yeah, right next to the keg stand. Uh, badass freaking brewery there. Uh, I loved it. 
it's just I don't know, man. I just love beer. Period. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not too too picky. I, well, just, I grew up. I grew up across the street from Brian's uh, grandparents. So oh, wow. it's just like mm. there's a connection there. That's cool. No, that's cool. No, check that. Out. That's pretty cool what you guys are doing. So, uh, but yeah, no, this is awesome. Just to have Bruno. Uh, have Ross kind of join us on the Wilm here. We're going to hear some good music, you said, here coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Vallely and The Complete Disaster. Um, awesome. I've been touring with them. This is their, uh, they've been only out as a band for seven days. Wow. Um, their second gig was at Seven Flags here in town. They opened up for Limp Biscuit. Oh, nice. And uh, Fred Durst got on stage and, and sang, a, sang a song with Mike. Mike's a professional skateboarder, like I said. Uh, if you don't, if you're into skateboarding, I don't need to, need to tell you who Mike Vallely is, but uh, it, it, just Google him. If you Google him, you're, you'll probably you could watch. I don't know a full month's worth of video. He's wow. tons of skateboard stuff. He was in Paul. He was in Mall Cop. Paul Blardy's on. Uh, he was, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> he was on some Jackass. Uh, some seasons of Jackass. He's been on a lot of different things and. Uh, Really, one of, one of the neatest people I've ever met in my life. That's awesome. Mm. That's yeah. awesome. Do cool. you skate yourself, Bruno? No, no. <laughs> I'm a I'm just a fan of things, and then uh, I, next thing you know, like I said, until they find somebody better, I'm not. Uh, they they're calling me their uh, their manager of the band, which I just think is kind of a goof. <laughs> like they're making fun of my sunglasses. Uh, they're calling me uh, they're calling me Bruno Goldstein or Goldie for short, <laughs> and uh, and I'm the guy that's supposed to. Uh, work through the crap for them and make things work that's my bad i'm an idiot i don't know you're all good i don't know how to work the camera very well but that's all right no this is awesome man just to have you here and then um i i was talking to kid I, you weren't here earlier bruno but i think we're just going to do this every year this is so cool oh no it's neat that you got in i don't know how that happened me neither but, uh, mindy uh mindy toyne uh is a friend of mine and she uh she's helped put together this event this is awesome this is the first year we've had uh they've they've decided to have it here at waterworks park that's cool i think it's genius i think it's perfect we've got room to expand oh yeah uh we could have more breweries we have we have uh 70 here but we could have a, another 37 here agreed um and uh it could be it's, it's going to be moving forward the, the place to be i agree uh, for uh for this kind of event can't so wait and then even if we don't even get i know i don't like you're saying i have no idea how we got a vendor booth we'll take it but i mean even if we were just outside with the table i think we would have still been here and having a blast yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Awesome. We're gonna come regardless yeah. whether we have a booth or not. Yeah, we just would have been on the back seat of my truck or something outside. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been just as fine, but yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, I want to say, well, Christina over at uh, Kelowna. Kelowna Brewing, she's part of the Ira Brewers Guild. I, yeah. I, would, I think maybe she had a little something to do with it. Maybe, maybe she helped us out, get us a spot. So that was really cool yeah. of her. But this is awesome. If you guys, if you're not here this year, that's fine. Next year, you guys have to come check it out. It's one of the I've never, I haven't been here at this location. Obviously, this is the first year. Hopefully, they do it again here next year because it's an amazing, amazing venue. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think Christina was pretty hot to be here. It was, uh, it was. This is so cool. She was, she, she was one of the ones I think I heard that wanted to be here and make it happen. And and, uh, and uh, down at Kelowna, I've been there. That's a pretty neat brewery too. I've been to all the breweries mostly. There's a <laughs> lot of new ones though, and I've probably got to get back back out there and uh, meet up with some of these new new folks. There's uh, 
some new faces out here today. There you that's go. the cool thing about Iowa beer. It's always something new. Okay. Always something yeah. new to try. There's always new beer for sure, right? But there's always some yep. new breweries too. Agreed. So we'll let uh, Bruno go. I know he's got to go and check out the music here coming up soon. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if anybody, like I said, go check out Albecha. Go check out uh, Crazy Horse in Des Moines. Lucky Horse. Or Lucky Horse. Cra- Did I just say Crazy Horse? They used to be Crazy Horse, but we <laughs> that's what, okay. came to our senses. They came. <laughs> Lucky Horse. Go check that out. Oh, go check out Ken's Not So um, secret, secret Speakeasy. I took my uh, in-law out there. I showed you. I took my wife out there. My in-laws loved it. Uh, the pe- people had some visitors from California. Remember? Yeah, that was, that's right below the uh, Iowa Tap Room. Iowa yeah. Tap Room. So yeah. go check that out, too. Check out the Iowa Tap Room, everything on that. Um, it, it's Just look up fullcourtpress.com or go. desmoines.com, and you'll see all the things you can do that are cool in Des Moines. And there's a lot of other things, too. Awesome. Right, thanks, cool. Bruno. Thanks, Bruno. Hey, thanks, sir. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, welcome to Beer Fish Fanatics, and it is still SWAS. So what's SWAS, Kit? It is Swamp Ass. So if you don't know what SWAS is, (laughs) it's so hot, it's Swamp Ass. It's SWAS. SWAS. That's what what we call it. sexy. There we go. There we go. So in case everybody is wondering, we have Christina here with Kelowna Brewing Company joining us. Thank you so much. And the Iowa Brewers Guild. Yeah. Yes. Can't leave, we can't leave that out. Very true. Very true. She's the secretary. You're the secretary, right? Yeah, on yeah. the board. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, and they they are the ones who are putting this on the Iowa Craft Beer Festival. Um, we, like I said, you know, I've probably said this multiple times. We are beyond ecstatic and just being here. Uh, we had no expectations. We had no idea. Uh, and then Christina's like, "Yep, you're in." I go. Okay. <laughs> so I told her, hey, Kit, I guess we're, we're, we're in. They're like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go record. Uh, we've had so many guests here, so it was kind of cool. And Kelowna's tent over here was blowing up. How, how's it been, how has this festival been for y'all? It's been great. It's been steady, and there are a lot of people that really love beer, like know a lot about beer, and I'm just incredibly impressed with the people who have come to this festival. And I've got to walk around and taste, and, I, man, I have not been disappointed. So, right. yeah. Can we talk about the venue here? Like, yeah. It's so good. Like, it's so open because, what was it, a few years ago, we were, like, downtown yeah. on a street, concrete, super hot. Right. I mean, I wasn't a part of it, but I, I, I attended the event, yeah. but this is, like, way better. I know you can bring lawn chairs yeah. and hang out. There's a band, a couple bands. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah you guys might hear b- music in the background, too. Yeah. If, if we haven't said that, yeah, there's music here. <laughs> yeah, Mike V, a yeah. professional skateboarder. Oh, yeah, Bruno. Black, yeah, yep. with his new band, yep. The Complete yeah. Disaster, which does not sound like a complete disaster. <laughs> right. I guess it's ironic, which I'm, I'm glad about. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's uh, – did you have something to do with this venue a little bit, or was this something that you kind of – threw up in there. I'm just, I, I heard your name was thrown in there a little bit. Well, the Iowa Brewers Guild Board talked about finding a bigger venue, and mm-hmm. they were really jazzed uh, to use Waterworks Park. There's a lot of space, so. And I feel like I feel like it can only grow from here. Mm-hmm. I, I think like this year, people are still kind of about the COVID thing, but I feel like next year, depending on where the, I'm, I would imagine I don't see it going back downtown. I don't think so. I think, I mean, looking at the space, I think we could fit 40 more breweries and circus performers. So. Right, right. Yeah. Like, hopefully, like, let's say by the time next year, we're all past this COVID thing and, you know, 
people aren't scared to come up. It can only get bigger. I think so too. It's going to be really beautiful. And, yeah. it, and it's yeah. so cool to have the stage back there, the music, the entertainment, uh, and then the food vendors. They, I think they have so much room. It's just this is a badass venue to have this event. This is awesome. Yeah. Really cool. I like that. I think everybody that we've talked to have said this is awesome wow that's great yeah so it's kind of cool and then for us to even be a part of this and then like i said we were talking uh before you know everybody was open and everything we're like man nobody's gonna even stop by talk to a podcast of guys who just sitting here don't have beer wait it's craft beer and fishing how could you not want to talk right right is there anything else in life we had we had we had no idea so we were we were blown away by the amount of people that stopped and just talking i was like dude this is so cool you guys are awesome like okay that's awesome have you met a lot of people that fish yes yeah i I would say about 50 50 50 Mm -hmm. are also fishermen like obviously everybody that's here loves beer and i'd say about half of them also like fishing that's pretty good though yeah Yeah. and then and then the ones who do love beer, they say, I don't fish, but I have a son that fishes. I have a husband that loves fishing. I have all this that loves fishing. So that was really, really, really pretty cool. So, But yeah, no, this is uh, it's, it's so cool. Um, your booth has been nonstop. Though, cause, so, 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 we, so this is the thing. So Fishing Kid and myself, we're like, all right, we got to get Christina on. We wanted to get her on first. But they, <laughs> the moment they opened the doors, we're like, holy shit. It was like a line. We're like, okay, you know what? Yeah. We'll, we'll let her do her thing. We'll let we'll let Clone do her thing. We're like, nah, give it, give it, get it an hour. What the hell? It was literally two and a half hours. Like it's the same shit. It's a line all the way, and it's still a line over I'm there. So, so it's just happy. like, it's awesome. I was so happy. You know, you guys have done so much for Cologne Brewing Company, and cool. like it was great to have you out and to talk to you. And so now to be in Des Moines, because we sell our beer in Des Moines. Yes. But it's nice to be able to actually talk to people and right, right. bring everybody from like little Amish town outside of Iowa City. Yeah, so how, how's the feedback been? I, I would assume positive. Really good. Yeah, people like, you know, we use pure ingredients. Mm-hmm. We don't use any additives or synthetics. People like that. We're very true to style. Right, right. Um, and, you know, we like meeting people, too, that haven't had a lot of experience with craft beer. So it's fun to figure out what they like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we always tell our audience that are like on the fence about jumping into the craft beer. We also have Kelowna Classic. Easy drinking. Oh uh, yeah, yes. our guys here. Yes. Yeah. Our dang delicious. Yeah. Jesse, yeah. He got him to work over there. He's I like he's pouring work. left and right. I know. He's it's awesome. his us pretty fun, yeah. No, but no, like Fishing Kid said, uh, a lot of people have been grabbing that Kelowna Classic just to, because a lot of our listeners at the beginning, because they're opening up. So this is so cool of our listeners. Thank you guys so much, by the way, that you guys are opening your, your beer tasting. Most of them, I mean, I would say easily 70 to 80% of them drink domestic. Sure, light yeah, beer. yeah. But we're like, you know what? Support local. Support local breweries. Try these beers. It will get you into the craft scene where you don't have to drink something that's going to like that. You know, and I and like he was saying, like Kelowna Classic is the perfect beer to introduce you into the craft beer scene. That's awesome. That's so. awesome. Well, you're gonna be sitting out there for a while, waiting for the fish. You should enjoy your beer. Right. You know, I don't know. In between the fish catching. In between, <laughs> can, yeah. There's yeah, so between, there's so yeah. much fish catching. <laughs> yeah. Like they're jumping into the boat. Right. Right. You know? right, right, right. You so, just pour beer in the water and then, then they jump in. Drink like a fish, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Oh, that'd be a good tagline. Cute, drink like a fish. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, oh. Fish like a drink. Drink like uh, a fish. Yeah. Mm. I like that. We have to work that for something. We'll have to work. work Jeez. Yeah, mess I wonder if you work for marketing or not. <laughs> <laughs> she knows her thing. 
<laughs> but no, but this is so awesome. Um, I'm just having a blast. Like I think fishing kit, and and just to give you a heads up, I think we, we want to be a part of this every year if we can. It's just yeah. like we'll, we'll just join you guys. Just we just crash your guys' party. We're just a bunch no, two two fishermen. Well, one real fisherman, one tr- wannabe. And you know, this is perfect. It's so perfect that you're here. I mean, really, I couldn't think of like yeah. It's ideal. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having yeah, us. Thanks, thanks for lo- giving us the opportunity. Yeah, yeah this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I had. Zero expectations. Like, oh wow! I can't believe we're gonna be at a beer festival. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, and we're looking at the principal building. I can see the principal yeah. building in yeah. front of us. And like, well, this when you beautiful. guys get a break, come have some beer. We are. We're, we're, we've been having here. We have yeah. a little. Yeah, bit. we've been we've been jumping around. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, it's, it it's part of your art, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be beer fish fanatics if we weren't going around drinking beer. Right. Right. It'd just be fish. Right. Fish fanatics. There you uh, go. But um, right. other than that, though, thank you so much, Christina, for just thank having you. us here and stopping oh, yeah, by, giving you us your time here. to talk a little thank bit. Thank you. I'm sorry it took so long. But we got I you. always show, you know, I'm fashionably late. That's my thing. That's mm. awesome. That's okay. That's probably why I don't fish because I get there at like 4 o'clock, the fish are asleep or whatever. They've tucked in everybody. Yeah. They're, they're done biting at that time. They're done, yeah. Well, then, if that's the case, we got to take you for the evening bite. Is there an even? Is there an evening shift? Really? For morning and evening. I fish. didn't know that. Guaranteed. I signed me up for the evening shift. Right. Yeah, it's like breakfast and dinner yes. for the yeah. fish. Yeah, that's me. Hey, like that's that. my <laughs> thing. Breakfast and dinner. That's exactly right. Oh, you're for right. fish. So, okay. so we'll, we'll we'll take you out when we get an opportunity to. But but other than that, everybody go check out Kelowna Brewing Company. Uh, amazing food. If you if you're in a, uh, Southeast Iowa, go check out their food. Fishing kid myself went out there. Amazing food. Check out their beer. Uh, I know you guys are at pretty much all the high V's here in Central Iowa now, Des Moines, Iowa. Yep, yep. So stop by, grab some of that uh, Kelowna Classic. Actually, the Iowa, I still love the, the Aloha one. I still love the oh, Aloha. Pineapple, yeah. Yeah, I still love That's one of our favorites. I that think. was my first Kelowna beer. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Pineapple's good. Yeah, and like, I was surprised by it because I normally don't go out of my way to drink, you know, fruit, beer, or whatever. Yeah. I was like, wow. Pretty good. Yeah. Belgian. <laughs> yeah. Belgian, yeah. Yeah. So, so make sure you guys go grab one of those and then tag us. Let us know. Uh, but like I said, next year you guys have to come to the Iowa Craft Brew Fest. Amazing time, amazing beer. Um, it, it's just well worth your time and supporting local, man. I love it. Uh, BFFs forever. BFFs. Yeah, BFFs. Thank yeah. you so much, Christina. Cool.